you're listening to the Holistic Weight Loss Podcast for women who are ready to discover just how easy it can be to regain control of their health and wellness. Here's your host, Christina Ettore. Hello and welcome to the Holistic Weight Loss Podcast. Today we are going to talk about gut health and its impact on weight loss. The topic of gut health is quite broad, so today we are going to focus specifically on the microbiome. And just in case you're not aware, the microbiome is basically a term used to describe the microbes or bacteria that live in and on our body. Each of us has a unique microbiome, which is one of the things that makes it so much fun to work with. And our microbiome diversity is impacted by our environment, our diet, our age and gender. Everything we come into contact with affects our microbiome. And today we are going to focus specifically on the microbiome that lives in our gut and how that microbiome can impact our weight. So this is a huge topic and Naturopaths have been saying for hundreds of years that all disease begins in the gut. And in the past, they may not have known how specifically, but now mainstream science is starting to catch up with this. And there are a lot of high quality studies being published that prove our microbiome, especially the microbiome that lives in the gut, plays a huge role in the development of disease, but also it plays a huge role in our health and healing. So the microbiome consists of what we call beneficial and non-beneficial bacteria. In 2016, the revised estimates for the number of human and bacterial cells in the body showed that we have more bacteria cells than human cells. We have approximately 30 to 50 trillion bacteria cells and about 37 trillion human cells. And we have just over two kilos of bacteria in our gut alone. Human cells are bigger and heavier than bacteria cells, so if we were to measure by weight, then our human cells would take up more mass. But as far as quantity goes, bacteria cells win. And the reason why I'm telling you this is because for too long now, we have underestimated the importance of taking care of our microbiome. The microbiome is as important as any other vital organ, but because we can't see it, we tend to ignore it and neglect it, when really, the health of our microbiome should be one of our most important priorities when it comes to taking care of ourselves, because the microbiome in our gut alone has the ability to alter our immune system, so certain strains of bacteria are linked to poor immune function and even the development of issues like rheumatoid arthritis or other inflammatory issues. It has the ability to impact our nutrient absorption in a positive way and also in a negative way. So 
if you're taking multiple supplements but you have neglected your microbiome health you could be wasting a lot of money on supplements that your body is just not absorbing certain strains of bacteria in our gut have the ability to assist serotonin production and the production of other neurotransmitters that we need to feel happy and to sleep well and and to manage stress effectively. Our microbiome impacts our skin and our bowel habits and so much more. So I'm certainly not saying that all of your health issues can be resolved by healing your microbiome, but it is definitely a great place to start because having a healthy gut will facilitate your body's ability to heal no matter what the problem is. Mental, emotional and physical illness, all illness can be made worse by having poor gut health. So that kind of leads us to believe that you could also experience some improvement in your symptoms by improving your gut health. So before we look at how the microbiome affects weight loss, Let's look at the factors that can contribute to poor microbiome health and diversity. And diversity is a really big deal when it comes to microbiome health. We want to avoid having any one species of bacteria dominate the system, even if it's a good strain of bacteria, because all of the individual strains of bacteria promote good health in different ways. We also want to encourage diversity because if we rely too much on one or two or even three strains of bacteria and then we get food poisoning or a stomach bug that wipes out that strain that we've been relying on, we can find ourselves feeling very unwell for a long time afterwards. I often see people in clinic who have never been well since that one time that they got barley belly or or something similar like that. And it's often because they lacked microbiome diversity and their digestive system needed some extra support to heal. At the time, they may have needed some antimicrobial herbs to clear out the bad bacteria that caused the symptoms and then some specific probiotics to repopulate the digestive system or maybe they needed some other support but either way if you take care of your microbiome you are less likely to suffer from long-term consequences after experiencing an acute illness. So what factors affect our microbiome health? First of all we have diet. What we eat has a huge impact on our microbiome health. And just because we can eat something doesn't mean we should. For example, fresh fruits, vegetables, healthy fats and proteins are beneficial to the microbiome. Artificial flavors, colors, sweeteners and pesticides are not beneficial for the microbiome. Our environment, where we live, the chemicals we use on our body and also the chemicals we use when cleaning have an impact on our microbiome. So basically, anything we eat, breathe or touch can change our microbiome. Now, when it comes to weight loss, 
the microbiome can impact our results in several ways. The good bacteria in our digestive system does several wonderful things, including sending signals to the body to reduce inflammation, to improve immunity, to improve glucose balance, and to decrease the appetite. Certain strains of good bacteria can also activate your body to use stored fat for energy and to store less fat if the body already has enough. So making sure you have a healthy gut and a healthy microbiome will make it easier for you to release the weight and to keep it off. The bad bacteria does the opposite. So it can do things like cause constipation or diarrhea or both. In fact, many IBS cases are actually due to small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. Bad bacteria can feed off your intestinal lining, which can make the lining leaky or hyperpermeable. So this means it can be difficult to absorb nutrients. You may experience bloating and discomfort after eating. You may feel like you're intolerant to certain foods, but it's not totally clear on which foods are the problem. The bad bacteria can cause an increase in your appetite. It can cause blood sugar dysregulation, and it can lead you to crave sweets and carbs. Certain strains of bad bacteria can have a negative effect on your immune system. Certain strains produce histamine, and if you begin to produce too much histamine, you can develop allergies like asthma, hay fever, and food allergies. Certain strains of bad bacteria can also produce ammonia, which can lead to kidney issues. Ammonia is also toxic to the nervous system. There is one particular strain that I won't try to pronounce, but there has been enough research done to prove that elevated levels of this particular strain of bacteria is linked to metabolic disorders. And it's a common strain in people who eat a lot of dairy and saturated fat. So bad bacteria tends to thrive on sugar, simple carbs, protein and bad fats. Now, this doesn't mean that you stop eating protein. What this means is we need to make sure your digestion is strong enough to break down the protein effectively so that there is not an overabundance left to feed the bad bacteria. The good bacteria loves to eat vegetable fiber and resistant starch. And if you want to increase your microbiome diversity, then aim to eat a wide variety of vegetables and fruits daily. So sometimes when you see a naturopath, it may feel like all they want to do is talk about the gut. And this is why. Whether you have a skin issue, a hormonal issue, an immune problem or a weight problem, working on the gut will help. Now, I just want to briefly touch on the keto diet and the effect that it has on the microbiome. And the reason why I want to talk about the keto diet in particular is because it's quite popular at the moment. And I also like to use low carb plans with clients to help them achieve their weight loss goals. So with the keto diet, 
the goal is to decrease sugar and carbs to promote the body's natural ability to burn fat for energy. To do this, we restrict high-carb foods and grains, but also certain fruits and vegetables. And this is where the problem can occur. Sometimes, some people, in an attempt to keep carb intake low, cut back too much on fruits and vegetables, and they rely on protein and fat to keep them full. The problem with this is the less vegetables you eat, quantity and variety, the less fiber you have available for your good bacteria to eat. So when following a low carb or keto diet or any diet, you want to make sure that you are enjoying a wide variety of food. Eat as many different vegetables as you can. Eat as many fruits as you can, but obviously in smaller amounts if you're doing something like keto. And keep your protein portions small and sensible. And also make sure that your digestion is strong enough to break down and absorb those proteins. Our diet has a huge impact on our microbiome and on our health. So make sure you're promoting good health as well as weight loss. Not just chasing that quick fix, which will ultimately lead to more problems later down the track. Lastly, I want to briefly touch on the use of probiotics. As you know, probiotics are strains of good bacteria. And if you have recently used antibiotics or if you are traveling overseas, your doctor or your naturopath may recommend that you use some probiotics to support your gut health. It is important to know that not all probiotics are created equal especially when we compare over-the-counter probiotics, like the ones you get from the supermarket or the chemist or even health food stores, to practitioner-only probiotics. Practitioner-only brands have a much higher level of quality control. They ensure that the probiotics are stored properly and that the probiotic you are purchasing actually contains what it says it does, which means it's going to do what it should. Unfortunately, with most over-the-counter products, there is no evidence to support their effectiveness. So if you are concerned about your microbiome health, or if you are looking for a probiotic to support your digestive system, the best thing to do is to seek professional advice and make sure that you're using a good quality product. It'll actually save you money in the long run. So if you're curious to learn more about the microbiome and how a healthy microbiome can support your general health and weight loss results, visit my website and schedule a time for a chat. Thank you for listening today and I will speak to you again soon.